With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is Ron DeSantis making moves for a possible 2024 bid? Josh Hawley takes on some insane leftist ranting about pregnant men. And Fauci and COVID are back. And I joined Clay and Buck to wonder, is anyone still falling for it? This is Can't Cancel Rob Smith. Problematics, what's going on? It is Wednesday, July 13th, and I guess I can break some news uh, for you all. I'm going to be going five days a week now. I have just decided that I love this platform and I love you all so much that you are going to hear from me Monday through Friday, with the exception of a couple of weeks in August where I'm going to go Monday, Wednesday, Friday and uh, run some interviews that I've been recording while I go gallivant all over the world and, and take a little break from this insane world that is media and politics and sort of the insanity uh, of my life here right now in between New York and L.A. and, and everywhere else. Okay, so... I want to talk about Ron DeSantis, and I want to talk about Donald Trump, and I want to talk about this article that came out from Politico. Basically, uh, DeSantis eyes potential 2024 run as he hosts major event with major donors and fellow Republican donors. Now, this is um, from a site that uh, that I go to a lot called Mediaite. I prefer it. This is not a hashtag ad. It's just a really, really great site that if you want to go to, if you want to read political stories and, and stuff like that, they've got so much stuff there. But so this came up and basically the gist of the story is that he hosted an event with top donors um, in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, governors were there. Donors were there. Conservative commentators like Lisa Booth and Josh Hammer and Buck Sexton, all of whom I personally know. But I was not invited to this event, but I'm not mad. Just joking. Um, no, but not really. <laughs> no, but seriously. So there were a lot of conservative influencers, a lot of donors, a lot of governors at this event. And so obviously the question is, is Ron DeSantis running? Is he going to run for president in 2024? If you're going to ask me, I would say yes. Now, nobody has gone on the record about this. Nobody has told me anything. I'm not breaking any news here. Nobody's told me anything. My gut tells me that Ron DeSantis will run for president in 2024. And my gut also tells me that this is not predicated on whether or not Donald Trump would run. I I feel, I think everybody would love that if one ran, the other didn't. Um, I do not believe that that is how this is going to work out. And you know, I, I think there's personal preferences and I think that there's things that there's opinions that I have about the entire situation. I, I'm just going to keep the it just doesn't really make any sense for me to just run out and be like, oh, I'm pro this or I'm pro that right now. It doesn't even matter. It's all speculatory at this point. It's all speculation. But I do have to say this. 
And this is kind of where I, I burst, you know, Trump world's bubble a little bit. And I guess this is kind of where I get in trouble because uh, I'm the it's almost as if in some of these circles that the vote that I cast for Donald Trump in 2020 is not enough. Going out on the campaign trail for Donald Trump in 2020 is not enough. Basically destroying and blowing up my entire life um, to go public about the fact that I supported Donald Trump during his election was not enough. Apparently, to some of these people, your fealty and your loyalty to Donald Trump just must be undying and it's just never ending. And uh, this is something that should exist in advance of him even announcing a bid for the presidency in 2024, right? And so this is what I have to say to some of those people. It's not about me. This is about some of the things that they just don't want to hear, I guess, when you bring these things up. And... I have to say this, it, you know, Trump 2024 is not the slam dunk that people think it is. It's not going to scare away other people from running the way some that are very deep into Trump world or some that are very deep Trump fans would believe. And I also believe that the January 6th stuff, while there's definitely an agenda that is behind how this is broadcast, right? It's broadcast on every major network. There's all these news clips, all this other stuff. I mean, you know, look, uh, Helen Keller could see that this is basically a ploy by the mainstream media and by the powers that be that did everything in their power to not only not get him elected in the first place, but to thwart the Trump presidency when it was happening. It's, you know, anybody can see that this is all about them generating as much content as they can possibly generate for attack ads, for this, for that. Oh, it's going to be, oh, he did this and he did that. And the people said this and they were going to do that. And there was all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I can admit all that. And I can say all that and still say, like, objectively, as a human, as a thinking human being with eyes, ears, and a brain, that some of this stuff is not good, that some of this stuff is actually very bad, right? And you have to be able to say those things. And so if Trump runs again, which, you know, maybe he will, maybe he won't, I have no idea. I don't have any inside info on this. I, I hear the same rumors everybody else hears. You know, I don't hear anything that hasn't been reported based on sourcing, you know, by, you know, Haberman or, or, or any of these other people. So... The thing about it is, is that if he does run, there is the baggage of this. It does exist, right? So there are some people who will close their eyes and, and close their, and, you know, hold their hands over their ears to it. But there's a lot of people, and I think that it represents, honestly, the vast majority of the American public, particularly independents, that are going to start thinking about some of this stuff. And, and that's going to color, you know, their judgment. And that's going to color whether or not they want that person in the White House again, and this is not me being anti-Trump or throwing anybody on the bus or whatever. This is just being honest and, and real and objective. And, you know, if there were more honest and real and objective voices, I believe, around Donald Trump in the first place when he had the presidency, I think that a lot of these things really could have been avoided. Um. But he didn't have these people around him. And, and when these people were around him, they were 
iced out and they were pushed aside um, for sycophants, right? And that serves nobody well. Doesn't serve him well. Doesn't serve them well. It doesn't serve the American people well. Uh, because obviously we've got Joe Biden and the Democrats who have made such a disaster of the country in such a short period of time. It is is actually quite shocking. But to pretend like these January 6th hearings don't matter, to pretend that this is not a ploy by the mainstream media to get you know, tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of content that will be used in attack ads to pretend that these things are not going to affect independence. I mean, it's just not being honest. It's not being real. So, and like I said, you know, Trump runs, Trump doesn't run, whatever. If he runs, that stuff is going to be there. And that is an objective thought, right? Um, And back to DeSantis. Now, there's this idea, when you talk to some of these Trump people, there's this idea, and I've heard it verbatim, and I, I engage in it sometimes, but sometimes some of these people, they just get this look in their eyes, and it just gets weird, and I'm just like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm going to go over here now. But there's this idea among some of these people that everyone else is supposed to somehow wait their turn um, so that he can ascend back to the White House, which is rightfully his, and, and by he, I mean Trump. And if you think that these Republican politicians are going to do that, if you think uh, a Pompeo or a Nikki Haley or a, you know, Josh Hawley or a a Ted Cruz or even a Ron DeSantis is going to do that, I mean, I don't think that you know politics and I don't think that you're looking outside of whatever desire that you have for, for Trump to become president again, right? And when people tell me that, and particularly when it comes to Ron DeSantis, I always use the Barack Obama comparison. If Barack Obama had decided to sit down and wait his turn for Hillary Clinton uh, to become president, she probably would have gotten walloped in 2008. No, he beat her because it was his time and he became president for better or worse, like obviously worse. We all know what happened during those years. And so people that are in a strong position and people that kind of know the drama that Trump world brings and people that are in a strong position, including DeSantis, including many others, they're not just going to sit down and, you know, wait their turn, quote unquote, because you cannot predict electoral politics, particularly not on a national scale. You can't predict what's going to happen in 2028. Oh, well, wait your turn, you know, because Trump will get elected again in 2024. And then you can go in 2028. Who knows that? Who knows what's going to happen? Two and a half years ago, we didn't know that Ron DeSantis was going to become such a force in national politics based on smart, astute data and science-driven decisions in terms of how he ran Florida during the coronavirus pandemic, which, by the way, all of that stuff ended up being absolutely correct. So if someone like Ron DeSantis decides to throw his hat in the ring, he's not running based on... He's not running. He is running based on policy and he's running based on things that he did. He's running based on things that he accomplished. And he could say, not look to this, not look to that, but look to these things that I accomplished. Look to these things that I did for these people of this state. Look at how efficiently this state was managed. And so somebody like that runs for president. That's what he's going to run on. 
And the mainstream media and, and, you know, the fake news, all those people, they have tried to smear him with lies that have been debunked over and over and over again. Remember the CNN, uh, um, the CBS smear, where they tried to pretend that um, he only put the coronavirus vaccine in certain places because he was racist against blacks and all that other stuff. Or um, he only decided to put the vaccine in Publix because Publix gave him campaign donations. That was something that had to be debunked by literally a Democrat in Florida. A Democrat in Florida had to say, no, that is absolutely false. And people went with it anyway. So is Ron DeSantis going to run? Probably. I think that it's fairly likely. I think that it's more likely than not. I think that as of right now, he has to pretend that it's only, well, no, not pretend. He has to say publicly that his only focus in, is uh, being governor of Florida, because I don't know if anybody realized, but, you know, he is up for re-election in Florida. And when you live in Florida, I split my time between Florida and New York City right now. Um, and when you spend time in Florida, it's just like you, you are not even aware that there's a gubernatorial campaign happening. That is how entrenched Ronda, these people just think that he just is the governor and he just will be the governor. So it'll be very interesting. And, um, you know, one little nugget that I always like to drop out for people that do not think that Ronda Sanders is going to run for president because, oh my God, who will run Florida? All this other stuff. His lieutenant governor is a woman named Jeanette Nunez, who's not only the first... Um, Latino female lieutenant governor in Florida. And I believe one of the only females and maybe one of like the only Latino lieutenant governors in America. If DeSantis was to step down to run for president, she becomes governor of Florida. So Florida has its first female Latino governor. So, and I'm, I'm surprised at, uh, at how many people <laughs> sometimes I spend my time with who literally make their living doing this and they're not aware of these things. Shocking to me. Is DeSantis going to run? Likely. Will he win? Who knows? Is Trump going to run? Likely. Will he win? Who knows? Hell, it could be It could be Nikki Haley. It could be Pompeo. It could be Christy Noem. It could be anybody. I think that America and I think that conservatives and I think that the Republican Party deserve a robust exchange of ideas and not some coronation, you know, whether the coronation be for Trump or DeSantis. And those are just my thoughts on that. But next up, uh, and this is completely insane. So Senator Josh Harley is going viral for taking on this insane leftist ranting about pregnant men in this this two-minute clip that is absolutely crazy. And I'm going to share that with you all after the break. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Problematic. So Senator Josh Hawley, very interesting person. So he was called transphobic, of course, and, uh, and accused of promoting violence against transgender people during this viral exchange with a law professor by the name of Kiara Bridges. It's a pretty name, Kiara. I like that. Um, so, you know, there's a law professor named Kiara Bridges, completely a beautiful name for a completely insane leftist. You're going to hear her uh, right after this. And I, I just want you to play that. I, I just want you to listen to this. It is compelling. It is crazy. It is such a window into the worldview of the left right now. And of course, this is a hearing um, about abortion and, you know, Roe versus Wade and, and all that. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thanks to all of the witnesses for being here. Uh, before, uh, I, I want to visit with you, Ms. Metzke, but before I do, I just want to clear one thing up. Professor Bridges, you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. It, would that be women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, it's, we can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, <laughs> um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing that. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important because of my line of questioning. Because so we can't talk about it. Because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist. I'm is denying that trans people exist by asking are you? you if you're talking are you? about women are you? having pregnancies. Do you believe that the, uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think so. <laughs> so you are denying that trans people exist, Thank and that leads to violence. Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you, Absolutely. or are they also treated like this, where no, no, no. they're, they're told that to they're question. opening up people to oh, violence? We have a good time in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot. Wow, I, I would learn a lot. I've learned you, a lot I just know. in this exchange. Absolutely extraordinary. <laughs> so that was funny, uh, and, and definitely in his words, um, extraordinary. So the reason that this is going viral. And I think the reason that this is catching on like it is, is because, it, it, oh my God, it, you know, I talk a lot about the trans issue on this show. I think, I think, you know, there's a part of me that has, I feel a responsibility to talk about the trans issue, first of all, because 
I feel like I come about it. I come to it from a place of knowledge. I'm a gay guy. I have fairly intimate knowledge of the LGBT community and trans and all of this other stuff. Um, so I come with it. I come into it with knowledge and I, I think with an empathy that is sometimes lacking from a lot of other conservative commentators. But then at the same time, um, I can have knowledge and I can have empathy, but I also have to recognize biological reality, which is that men cannot get pregnant. And when you listen to this professor and you listen to the ways in which her language is being twisted in ways that are just not even natural to her, people with the capacity to get pregnant, it that, that is complete insanity. Uh, only women can get pregnant. Uh, for some reason, this is a controversial thing to say. For some reason, this gets me excommunicated from the LGBTQIAK plus plus XYZ two S plus community. But the only way, number one, the way that this insanity has been able to foment itself to the point where a literally a a, a law professor, of course, she's at UC Berkeley. I, it does not get more far left than that. I mean, they're pretty much at the the edge of the cliff of leftism right now. But how you get to this point as a society is when thinking people are told that they cannot express their views because their views are transphobic or their views are opening people up to violence. And this is what she said. So this is a tactic of leftists. She, She uses language to sort of control other people's speech right so she says you know people with the capacity to get pregnant and and when i watch this video and i really do encourage you to watch the video as well obviously this is an audio platform so you can only listen to the clip but i want you to look at her i want you to look at how emotional she is i want you to look at how her eyes widen uh, because she is so not used to being challenged in this way at all right and there's also a discomfort to the way in which she's speaking of these issues and the way in which she's speaking about it because you know these people that are that far left and and this is what i say again problematics this is why i say that the far left and the far right are the two sides of the same coin because there are things that the far left they are terrified they live in absolute fear that they are going to get canceled for not being woke enough. Almost kind of in the same way that some people on the right are living in fear that they're going to get canceled uh, for not being conservative enough, for not having the right views on abortion, or you're not being conservative enough about abortion, or daring to question whether Donald Trump should run for president again, or you know, uh, if a sitting member of Congress happens to speak at a white nationalist conference, God forbid, uh, you vocalize some sort of issue with that, right? So like I said, far left, far right, two sides of the same coin. Um, this woman is, an, is a nut. She's a loon. Um, and she's one of those people that she's so smart, she's stupid. She is literally so smart that she is stupid. That she is afraid to say women. And what's interesting about this, and I'm pretty sure this will come up again every time the trans uh, issue comes up. And, you know, uh, I have a conversation about this very thing very briefly because I don't want you guys to listen to the same thing twice with 
Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the Clay and Buck show. I'm going to play you a segment from that after the break. But this stuff is going to continue to come up. And the only way it changes is when people start standing up and saying women are women. They're not people with the capacity to get pregnant. Uh, They're not birthing people. They are not uterus havers. They are not menstruators. They are women. And that means something. And it really says something about where the left is right now that (laughs) women are being thrown under the bus in service of a movement which is, by the way, dominated by biological males who seek to dominate women by playing in their sports, by demanding access to their spaces, by demanding that the entirety of language be changed in order to erase them. Now, ask yourself this when you think about the trans issue. Why is it that men are never erased in this way? Nobody's set about trying to redefine men, right? Uh, (laughs) Trans men aren't barging, (laughs) you know, a transgender man, which is a biological woman that has transitioned to to become a facsimile of a man, I guess, whatever, you know, masculine stereotypes they think men are. Um, You know, there's no trans men barging into men's boxing competitions. There's no trans men barging into men's locker rooms. I was in New York City. God, I was in the city. This had to have been at least seven, eight years ago. There's a trans man in the locker room. I didn't give a... I didn't care. Like, it's obviously a trans man. Obviously, he didn't care. This person was not any kind of physical threat to me. I didn't care. But biological men in women's spaces, that is a different thing. Because a biological male is always some sort of physical threat to women, Right? And so when you think about the trans issue, when this comes up over and over again, just ask yourself, how would the situation be different if we're talking about a female to male transgender person? Nobody's redefining men, right? Um, Trans men are not fighting for access to men's spaces. Trans men are not physically threatening to biological men. It's just not a thing. Transgender men are smaller, okay? They're not, it's just, it's not a thing. It's it's just not physically threatening, right? And so that's the difference. And so I thought it was very interesting that this little exchange was going viral, and this exchange says a lot about where the left is right now. All right, coming up next, I joined the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show to talk about the reemergence of COVID craziness, courtesy of Lord Fauci. Oh, yes. Dr. Fauci is back. I have that for you after the break. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> All right, Problematics, as promised, I joined the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show for uh, a really interesting conversation with, with Clay and Buck about lots of things, Fauci and COVID, the American Rescue Plan, and all of the millions of dollars of COVID relief that is being wasted to far-left stuff. And I even gave Buck Sexton a couple of workout tips because he wants to get in shape for his wedding. Check it out. We've got our friend Rob Smith in the house. And he is the host of Can't Cancel Rob Smith, which is particularly true if many of you subscribe because then they can't cancel Rob Smith. He's uh, also a veteran of the United States military. He's an author. He's a friend of mine, friend of Clay's with us here actually in studio in New York City. Rob, great to have you back, man. Great to be here, man. In studio in New York City. Yes. yes. While we still can have in-person things in New York, I'm starting to get a little worried. Here is the Fouch. Good data now that if you were infected with BA1, you really don't have a lot of good protection against BA4-5. And in other countries, particularly that have BA4-5 anti-dating hours, the reinfection rate is clear that that's the case. But the overall principle is that we know immunity wanes with coronaviruses, whether that is natural infection or vaccination. And so if you've been infected or vaccinated and your time comes for a boost, that's when you should go and get the boost. And I might say myself, having been someone who's been vaccinated and infected, when we get the next round of having vaccines available months later, I will be in line to get another boost after that. You know, they, they've also had the CDC say, uh, say, Rob, time for your fourth booster. In advance of the new variant that will certainly come about this fall, and Pfizer saying we're going to have an updated mRNA for whatever that is, yeah. it'll probably they'll be a year behind nonetheless. Fauci is saying the pandemic is still here, folks. Get ready for boosters forever. And the Biden administration is extending the emergency because there's a lot of money involved in all this. I know you've been digging into where some of the money's been going. Yeah, you know, look, there's a lot of money involved in it. There's also a lot of control in this as well. And, and I cringed when you played that clip because I thought that I'd never heard that sort of scratchy voice ever again. But it, this is very interesting where some of this money has been going, right? Uh, and remember, when Joe Biden was pushing this to the American people and in Republicans and, and some conservatives were saying, oh, what's about, you know, what's up with all this money we're spending? Maybe we should slow down. He said they want to get in the way of, you know, us saving lives. Okay, let's talk about where some of this money has gone. Um, $15 million in the American Rescue Plan project grants to institutions across 49 states, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, right. So um, the Rochester Museum and Science Center in New York got $50,000 um, for a field trip for third grade students that will utilize the Take It Down exhibit, which tells the story of a community-led effort to remove 
remove racist artwork from a historic carousel as a tool for anti-racism education, right? So this is the the CRT stuff and all of that stuff that our taxpayer dollars are going to. So, so money that was COVID relief money from the government went to taking kids on a field trip to learn about the racist carousel. Absolutely. Oh, oh, and it gets even better. So the Studio Museum in Harlem, and I've actually been there. It's a great place, right? But they got $50,000 to build a nine-foot bronze statue in Marcus Garvey Park that, quote, addresses black masculinity, stereotypes, and shared diasporic experiences. So I don't care that these institutions are doing these things or whatever. I do care, but that's not the point. The point is that all of this money that we were told was going towards saving lives is going towards this far-left CRT-based absolute nonsense. Well, you know, and Clay, that's why the fact that Biden administration is formally extending the yeah, state right. of emergency, It's in, a large part of this is Medicaid funding. There's like a Medicaid... Em- effectively, you can't kick anyone off the Medicaid rolls anywhere, as I understand it, as long as this COVID state of emergency exists. Yeah, no, it's wild. And Rob, by the way, I don't know if you heard us talking about this earlier, if you've seen the stories, but Josh Hawley Senator was questioning a UC Berkeley law professor. And she said he was being transphobic when he said that only women can get pregnant. You're a gay guy living in New York City. Yes. I'm curious, how much conversation is there in the gay community about how crazy the transgender community has become. Well, like, they, when you guys sit around and talk and, and you hear, hey, you're supposed to be saying men can get pregnant uh, as a part of the transgender agenda, wh- what is the gay community conversation like just among yourselves about things like this? Well, the thing about it, Clay, is that, and, and I'm glad that you delineated the uh, the separation between gay and trans. These things are not the same at all. But what's going on right now is this. So you have a great deal of gay people who are actually not insane. They actually believe in biological sex and and all of these different things. But they are afraid to sort of stand up against the radical left trans activists that have sort of taken over everything, right? So it's always left to the gay conservatives or the gay right-leaning people or whatever to actually stand up and say the reality that is on everybody's minds. And, And what I say to that is that it's going to be up to the gay and lesbian liberals that are still sane, there are some of them, they are absolutely terrified um, to speak out about this because they don't want to be canceled. Um, Obviously, like, I can't be canceled. It's the name of the podcast, right? Um, But... You know, these people are so afraid to speak out, but if they don't start speaking out and taking control of that narrative, it'll never change. Because, you know, gay, conservative, Republican-leaning guys, whatever, like me, uh, we've already been excommunicated for speaking the truth. And the most annoying thing is when some of these gay and lesbian liberals kind of come up to you and they whisper like, oh, you know, I, I, I agree with you secretly. But I could never say that. Because, you know, I still want to get invited to the cocktail parties and, you know, I've got an MSNBC <laughs> yeah, right. contributorship that i got to worry about. You know, uh Rob, Macy Gray stepped into this uh, arena of discussion last week. And it was just amazing because she she just said what we all know. She says, look, a woman is a woman. You can't just become a woman. There are realities here right. we have to deal with. But then the way that she had, it's not enough to just say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean any offense. It has to be this walking around self-shaming of... You know, I've really grown and learned as a person. And she has to be I've educated. Been just, that's right. Need yes. to be educated. There's a very Soviet re-education feel to this. Yes. Like I didn't realize the depths of my ignorance. 
So not only do they force you to bend the knee, they also, they, they insist on humiliation for people who say what is observable fact. Absolutely, and it is humiliating. And I remember, I, you know, I, I talked about this on my podcast a little bit. Um, when Macy Gray came out with this, I said, okay, so T minus five, four, three, two, one, until she apologizes. So either she is going to be forced to apologize, she's gonna be forced to bend the knee to these maniacs, um, or she won't, right? Because you see J.K. Rowling has not apologized. He's actually doubled and tripled down in her support for the protection of women's biological spaces. And what they have done to her is criminal. The Harry Potter kids that J.K. Rowling made multi, multi, multi-millionaires many times over. They've distanced themselves, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so it's sad to see Macy Gray back down on this, but you know, this is what the activists do to people. Rob, last question for yes. you. Buck is newly engaged. Yes. He's trying to get back in great shape in time for the wedding and the, and the honeymoon and everything else. You are in phenomenal shape. I'm not in that great shape myself either. You, it's beach season as well for everybody out there. Yes. You only can give people one or two exercises to do. Mm. Which would be the one or two you would say are the best for people to be embracing? Okay, so I, I'm a real, I'm a really big fitness nut. I'm not going to give people an exercise, but I'm going to give people two concepts to sort of wrap their brain around. First, okay. is that a six pack is built in the kitchen, not in the gym. So work on your eating and drinking before you start working on anything else. And second, like I've been telling Buck, heavy weights and high protein helps. It's going to feel like you're eating so much protein that you can't even eat anything else. But when you're doing that and lifting, you're going to burn fat. You're going to look incredible. So I've been spending months for the for the audience benefit here doing things that I used to do a lot when I was in better shape, uh, deadlifting and, you know, the bench and all these all these things. And, and what I find, though, is you're always in this, people say, make sure you hit enough protein, but you also have to be in a caloric deficit. And yes. I'm 40, and it just feels like, wait, eating more is going to mean that I'm not in the caloric deficit, so how do I, and Rob is telling me, no, you just have to be very precise about the foods you're eating so that they are full of protein and you stay within your macros. And now I just want to eat some ice cream and give up. But anyway. <laughs> no, that, that's the thing. You got you to get out of the ice cream, the pizza, the beer, all of that stuff. You got to think about how amazing you're going to look in that tux on your wedding day, those pictures that you're going to be looking at forever, by the way. And then the honeymoon, the beach pic, all of that stuff. Just keep that stuff in your mind, Buck. Can't cancel Rob Smith. And if you listen to his podcast, folks, Can't Cancel Rob Smith, you also will get some very helpful workout and general life tips etc rob always good to see you man thanks for coming to hang out in studio thanks guys all right problematics thank you so much for listening if you enjoy can't cancel rob smith please subscribe download write a review tell your friends do everything you can to help make it a success i have seen the excitement for the show going up and and you know i i really do appreciate every single one of you that listens it actually is still crazy to me that there are there are thousands of you that listen every week and and it's amazing and like i said i will be monday through friday from here on out when i am not monday through friday you will know but please download subscribe tell your friends and you can find me on facebook twitter and instagram at rob smith online catch you tomorrow Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. 
So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.